Welcome, everybody, to the Robots vs. Taxes program on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. I'm Pav. And I'm Ernesto. And today we will be covering the politics of the day with a little dash of pop culture mm-hmm. thrown in for good measure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. That's right. So, um, my friend, you're looking very dapper today. What's, uh, what's, what's, going, what's been going on with you? I shaved my chin hair. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I, I noticed that. Why'd you <laughs> shave your chin hair, man? It was looking good. Thanks, man. I, I, I dug it, but I got to a point where it was bugging me, and I was just like, I need to cut it. I, I need to I need to feel my chin again. So, <laughs> Really? Okay. Was it really yeah. – you were just like, oh, man, I just missed the smooth smoothness of my chin. I do. I, do. I mean, each um, – each look has its own pluses and minuses, and you know I definitely like the salt and pepper, you know, little chin beard. But uh, sometimes you just need to go smooth. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. And when I say you do sm- look like t- 15 years younger. Oh, uh, when you say smooth, what? When I say smooth, <laughs> I mean smooth. I'm I went total dolphin today, if you know what I oh, mean. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's right listen dear listeners he's single he's available and he's you know he he shaved off all of the hair on his body on (laughs) porpoise that's right Uh, (laughs) that's right so if anybody's uh, looking to go under the sea Dial two for E. <laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But, follow uh, follow our OnlyFans. <laughs> RVT OnlyFans. You shaved um, all your hair, so it's like even your eyebrows are gone. You're just like that new. You look like uh, Neo in the Matrix when he pops out of that pod, <laughs> covered in goo. <laughs> yeah. Not again for a third time. Come on. <laughs> oh, God, man. Oh, I forgot to mention also, I I watched Eternals last night as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, nice. If you want to chat about that, did you finish it? I did not finish it. I'm up to the part um, where um, they fight. Uh, what's his name? Rob Stark. Um <laughs> <laughs> not Superman. <laughs> oh boy. Cuz he's like he's basically trying to stand in their way of of achieving a greater good. That's right. That's right. And speaking of a, like standing in the way of achieving a greater good, Kristen Cinema. Want to uh, talk a little bit about that? Beautiful. Beautiful segue. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Cinema basically stood in the way of the Voting Rights Act this past week. And when she made her comments in front of Congress, she basically made it seem like she was trying to stand on the side of uh, bipartisanship and people uh, standing together on this. And she was basically just blowing hot air. I mean, this country has never been uh, completely on the same page when it comes down to 
equal access for uh, in regards to voting for all. It's always had to been uh, kind of forced because this country has always, always had such a backward view on who has ease of access to the ballot. Right. I know you must be uh, enraged. I'm I'm definitely enraged. I just I I just uh, I don't understand it because Kristen Cinema like it, the the platforms that she ran on were were I mean they were very left leaning and like for her to turn around and just be this kind of transparent about being like a a a, a, a Republican stooge mm. is is really just kind of like it, it like it, it it's infuriating in this way that i i can't really describe because it's just like i i don't i don't understand what her end game is i don't understand like uh, and i know i say that a lot about like politicians who are just like uh useless mm. and in this case i just don't understand like what what is she like what is she what is her what is her purpose like i'm i'm like it's like these types of actions that make me wonder like do they is she sleeping well these days does she under like does she like just go home and just like whoo what a hard day at work you know hmm. um suppressing voters rights uh i i'm gonna hit the hay and just like forget all about it and you, you know pick out a a different kooky look for tomorrow <laughs> uh tomorrow i will dye my hair purple and you know i'm, I'm still gonna be cool at least, at least I, I, she I didn't show up in that stupid ass denim outfit that she wore a few months ago. That was so fucking stupid. Like you're a senator, for God's sake, have some respect. Anyway, you know she dresses like she's like uh, fucking uh, like she's starting her only YouTube channel <laughs> uh, just on like her fashion and shit. I'm just like fuck, man. I I, I just don't understand why. Why the why why money counts more for her than why her donors count more for her than actually making some kind of a difference? I just I just wonder if like her and Joe Manchin like ever have a pang of consciousness and they're just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You know, this is this is the country. This affects so many people. And yet I'm standing in its way because. I gots to make that money, yo. You know, Joe Manchin lives on a fucking houseboat. Uh, his conscience <laughs> is sitting at the bottom of a river somewhere. If if even that, um, yeah. It, it, it this is why we have to get as much money out of politics uh, as soon as possible because it is rife with corruption and people who who don't even have to be like super super evil about their displays all they have to be is obstructionists i mean don't get me wrong that's evil enough but um nobody's walking around with golden ak47s yet um yeah. <laughs> but uh i mean maybe joe manchin is like he's got one at the bottom of his yacht i i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised He'd be like, oh, you know, the Second fuck. Amendment, but <laughs> fuck that guy. And I'm, I'm just like, um, the their names are so kind of telling. Of it, it's so ridiculous. Like their names are like comic book names. It's like if you think of a corrupt politician, like what kind of like a comic book 
corrupt politician, what what name would you give him? And it's like Joe Manchin, you know. <laughs> and and uh, Kristen Sinema, because you know, she's uh, it, uh, all that's on the silver screen. None of it's real. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it. I. I don't understand like why she feels like uh, why suppressing voters' rights is like the correct thing to do, and it. And it's not like it. It's not. It doesn't feel like it's. It's like that big of an ask either. You mm. know. Mm. She's. I mean, I. I can only surmise that this is all. Uh, you know, just speculation that she is a Republican in disguise. You know that she was placed. Where she was placed, um, she's getting steady money off of it from the GOP uh, to act this way, um, and it's it's just fucking infuriating. It, it 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 there's no there's no honor, and like you said, it's not a big ask. You know, voting rights. I mean, America for the longest time has uh, beat its chest on like you know. Look at all these other dictators, dictatorships around the world. At least here in America, we have the vote. And now we're just like, mm, do we really? Do we really have the vote? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's This is all just a ploy so that the Democrats fail once again. Because, again, the Democrats just don't know how to lead. Um, and... Because I feel like uh, there is, it it could easily all, all these these um, you know kind of infrastructure plans that Joe Biden is trying to get across are being stopped by uh, a very small collective of bought and paid for Democrats who um, are like are are just in the way of progress and he could easily just go and do like an executive order. Fucking Trump did like executive orders left and right, you know? And then, and Joe Biden is just like, meh, whatever, I guess, I guess my hands are tied. I just, I, I, I don't understand why I can't get anything done. It's, it's, it's just so sad. And I'm I'm just like, ah, this is, this is so infuriating that they're still p- playing like politics as usual. And that's why his fucking ratings are in the, to- like his, not his ratings, but his like approval level, uh, his approval ratings are in the fucking toilet. The, the Democrats need to wake up and realize if they don't want to see the same apathy from their base uh, that they saw in 2016, they need to, uh, pfft, they need to toughen up and do something, do something bold and get this done because Democratic voters, look, yes, we all hated Trump, absolutely hated him. And that was in great part the motivation for the turnout in 2020. But Democrats want results, you know, want something better for this country. Uh, just even on the base level, voting rights, uh, uh, student loan forgiveness, infrastructure, we're not in the game just to hurt hurt people like the GOP is. I mean, they're just like, oh, yeah, give uh, the ultra wealthy, uh, unbelievable tax breaks that the middle class and the working class will have to shoulder. Yeah, we love that. That's that's what the typical GOP voter uh, goes for. 
But and and the corruption. I'm sorry. No, no, e, please. But the the corruption even goes as far as the Supreme Court because you know just this past week the Supreme Court voted against uh, the vaccine mandate, um, mm. you know, the latest vaccine mandate, which um, which I, I I just feel like is just fucking. I just can't wrap my head around it. It's counter fucking productive. It's like they basically they said, oh, businesses uh, cannot tell their employee, large businesses cannot tell their employees that you either have to get vaccinated or take uh, weekly COVID tests. I'm just like, what? That makes no, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. I would not be surprised if because of this ruling and, um, you know, businesses that lean to the right, they're just like, oh, good. We can just, you know, uh, play it fast and loose with our employees um, if we don't see another COVID wave uh, directly because of this, which would suck. Yeah. Uh, and I and I feel like the the all that corruption that's coming from that leaks all the way up to the Supreme court. It's just because the, the corporations are basically telling the Supreme court, Hey, look, you know, we have to keep the wheels of capitalism going. We can't do that. If, um, if you're going to mandate, uh, people to, to take the vaccine, it like people won't do it. And then that'll disrupt our, our, the, our productivity, our productivity levels, and we just can't have that. So, you know, you're just going to have to bite the bullet on this, you know. Oh, man. Just let those let the gears of capitalism continue to grind on. And it sucks. It really it really sucks because it's just like, you know, this is the highest court in the land. And it's so transparently like in the pocket of big business. Mm, mm. I mean, at least uh who was it? I think it was Sotomayor and one of the other justices came out almost immediately after that vote. And they were just like this. And I'm paraphrasing, um, though I wish it was a direct quote. It's like, this is a really shitty decision, like really, really shitty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just. And I, and I keep thinking to myself, I'm just like, why didn't isn't Joe Biden d- making good on his promise to pack to, to like actually expand the Supreme Court? Because that's a, a, initially that was what he was hinting at doing during his campaign, mm-hmm. and still hasn't happened. You know, uh, he said he was going to do away with uh, he was going to make uh, uh, do away with uh, college tuition, and that's still going strong. I mean, I, it's just. I, I just, you know, I'm fucking losing my hair over this. I, uh, I'm with you, man. It's, it's, it's kind of depressing right now. And it's 2022. We're going to be approaching the midterms before you know it. Like, Democrats, if they don't want to end up with a, uh, <laughs> just a shitty situation going into 2024, they need to do something like now. Yeah, just a few days ago, fucking Trump had another rally. That was yesterday. Like, that it was yesterday. Oh, that it was, was yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it was yesterday. But as of when people hear the recording, it's going to be a few days ago. That's true. That's true. We're working. Uh, 
We're working with fragmented time here, people. <laughs> time dilation. <laughs> you, you all seen Interstellar. <laughs> Uh, but we're not doing any of that love shit that, you know, no, bind, no, no. binds the universe together. <laughs> Fuck that. Love? Who's been messing with this thing? <laughs> I can't stand when sci-fi does that shit. Oh. Uh, Such but, a uh, but, fucking cop-out. Speaking of cop-out, um, dirty cop Eric Adams. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm good with the segways. I'm fucking hot with the segways. Fucking master right there. <laughs> Uh, dirty cop uh, slash uh, New York mayor Eric Adams. Uh, he uh, had a situation. Well, the city of New York had a situation that um, is very tragic and and something that like I I can't even begin to wrap my head around uh, with regards to the uh, fire mm. in the Bronx in a in an apartment building. Seventeen people died. Yeah, 17 people died. And it's it was it it's just a really tragic situation and Eric Adams uh gave a statement about the about the tragedy and he basically said like, you know, people, you know, if there's a fire in your house, close your door as you're leaving, you know, because cause it'll spread to the 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 rest of the building and uh you know, it's it'll it'll uh it'll rage out of control which uh basically like I, he was I, blaming I, the fire on them it's like oh it, it was so bad because he didn't close the door behind you fuck you yeah i i was uh, look on one hand yeah i kind of get where he's coming from but it's like he's he's totally overlooking the, the big issues the big problems with uh, with this whole situation. A, um, the fire was caused by a space heater. Mm-hmm. Why was it caused by a space heater? Well, sounds to me like uh, the building wasn't adequately heated. Mm. They already uncovered several complaints. Uh, the most recent being back in December of 2021 of heat complaints against the building. Uh, so... Yeah, this is why people have space heaters. Yeah, I uh, it it was a um, I'm sorry, it was a it was a space heater on in, in the bedroom of a third floor apartment that was running for about several days, according to the New York Times. I'm reading from the New York Times article. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it it was. It's it's just a tragic situation that that happened. But I mean, like, I feel like it, during these tragedies, especially that ha- ones that happen with the uh, with apartment buildings, it is so easy for them to overlook the fact that, yeah, it's probably due to negligence from the from landlords yep. uh, who are not uh, providing like adequate like uh, care to their tenants because it's this is fucking it's it's just awful but the the big thing the big take from this is that rick gropper the landlord of the apartment building uh where the fire took place uh he i mean uh, 
the the stuff that's coming out about him is that he was part of Eric Adams' transition team. Hmm. So hmm. I'm just like, oh, I get now. I get why Eric Adams is so like, you know, is so quick to point the finger and be like to the tenants and be like, you know, this was your fault. You know, if you didn't close the door, if you didn't have a fucking space eater, you know, you wouldn't have had this problem. New York is in big fucking trouble, man. Like it's just, it just feels like a reflection on the country at this point. It's just so, it, it, it's it's so awful because it's it's just like uh, it's a failure to see like the big picture which is like the corruption that is at the heart of all of these tragedies that are happening so need to move move over and talk about something else or we will tear out pieces of our skin yeah (laughs) with with frustration oh man let's talk about some some good star conflict uh goodness (laughs) (laughs) ah yes conflicts in space 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 (laughs) Uh, uh namely the new Boba Fett uh, series that is on Disney Plus, and I got to tell you, uh, they knocked it out of the park again. Really? Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, I kind of agree with you there. Really? I kind of agree with you. Yeah. O- only kind of. Um, yeah. Well, the third episode, and you're talking about the book of Boba Fett, right? Yes. Not the uh, not the cassette of Boba Fett. No, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I even though I would kind of I would love that, you know, <laughs> for the authenticity of the sound quality that only cassettes can provide. A Boba a Boba Fett mixtape, maybe. Yeah, a Boba Fett mixtape. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just imagine it's like the the, the waves of uh, of what, what was the planet that he was on? The waves hitting the the side of the station. Oh, um. Fuck! It was. Uh, I it's it's right on the tip of of my mind. Uh, Camino, Camino. I was thinking Caladan, and I was like, no, that's from Dune. That's the <laughs> water planet that that uh, you know um, Timothy Chalamet is from. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Atre- House of Treaties. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, uh, Camino. I- I'm assuming it's just like uh, track after track of just like waves. <laughs> you know, it's just like white noise. It puts me to sleep. <laughs> oh man, I I love how they uh, referenced uh, different scenes from the prequels in that first episode, especially young Boba uh, just living on Camino, and then seeing his dad get uh, Django get beheaded uh, and holding his head his rotting head uh in his hands <laughs> so you know it's a rough that's, childhood that's very it's a metal childhood it's very metal <laughs> i almost feel like jamie would be like slayer you know <laughs> if you were here um shout out to jamie vitarami our pal uh but uh but yeah um i'm 
I, I, I have a lot of issues with this new uh, Boba Fett series, which is, I mean, it's it's immaculately directed. I mean, some of the parts are, are just like so cinematic, but um, there's a certain sameness, same quality that it has, same story structure that it has with uh, The Mandalorian that I feel kind of robs it of its uh, of the potential that it could have hmm. Hmm. interesting now why would you uh why would you have a problem with that because as we all know the mandalorian was a huge hit for disney and disney plus um uh, they amassed a pretty substantial fan base um off of that and you know we were reintroduced to boba fett through that series so it would stand to reason at least from my perspective that there's going to be some similar flavor between both series i mean we're talking about you know two two mandalorians uh, kind of just them against uh, the world or the galaxy as it were but as someone who has been a longtime lover of boba fett um i'd like to know your perspective that uh, how, how do you feel it should break away from that formula? Because, uh, and I, I, I don't want to echo the toxic fandom that has been super critical of this show because the toxic fandom basically wants a Punisher show with the Boba Fett helmet on it. Oh, and God. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not uh, advocating for any kind of toxic uh, fandom, but I do see their point. Like, I'm just like, uh, because I, I, I saw that the Mandalorian is, is heavily influenced by samurai cinema, by the Western, mm. you know, and I think that if Boba Fett is going to continue on, it should, it should be influenced by gangster movies. Because that's what it is. It's like a gangster story. And the way that it's flowing is kind of... It's still following in that kind of quasi-Western, like, you know, uh, in that that kind of, you know, Clint Eastwood, you know, he was uh, killed and left for dead. Well, he was, he was beat up and left for dead in the middle of a desert. And then he comes back to town to raise hell, you know? Mm. And... And I'm like, yeah, okay, that you could do that, but I mean, it just feels like a missed opportunity to like really kind of surprise people with like these these uh, gangster movie flourishes, you know. Mm. And um, I'm gonna say another thing uh, um, to echo Anakin Skywalker. I hate sand, and uh, these <laughs> sand planets. <laughs> Too much time on the sand planets, man. I'm just like. Tatooine again. Fucking Tatooine. Are we going to do Tatooine again? Dude, you're just against heat. All right. Let's be. No, let, I'm. Let, well, yeah, ex- that. Full exposure here. You're not. You are not a fan of the heat. Uh, I'm pretty sure watching these episodes, you're sweating. And, you know. <laughs> I feel like you. What do you have a camera in the room? Fuck you. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's uh, when I was building your furniture, you should have paid closer attention to what I was doing. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> I think the tip off was when you were setting up the tripod. <laughs> and 
the giant camera that still runs on film. <laughs> and I was like, it's a lamp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't light up, but it's a lamp. <laughs> It's whisper quiet, you know, as like it's like churns out fucking movie reels. You're feeding it through like a chain, like a giant, like a giant closet full of film that's just like going into the wheels and spokes. Well, you know, I I I like the look of film. You know, I gotta I no. gotta get that uh, gotta get that quality. You know, you're a purist. You are a purist. Super thirty five film. But um, when it comes down to Boba Fett, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from. Now, I, now you've got my mind racing. I'm thinking, what if it, you know, like next episode, it just became a straight up Yakuza film. Uh, everybody's, you know, still got the same heads, right? Either alien heads or Mandalorian helmets and stuff. But everybody's wearing like really great suits, you know? I think that be... I... <laughs> Shit. Shit, dude. I would love that. I would love I would love nothing more than to have a moment where it's kind of like, you know, the like all the all the gangsters are toasting <laughs> to the death of Boba Fett and then like the doors slowly start opening in the background and it's just Boba Fett with two blasters and he just goes in John Woo style, just gun like guns are blazing, you know. And that that's that, that's kind of what I like. Uh, that's kind of what I want. And it's like, uh, and and then it has like a, a voiceover narration where it's like, all my life I wanted to be a gangster, you know, kind of Goodfella style. <laughs> but but that's not what we're getting. We're kind of getting a retreat of the Mandalorian. And I'm I, as much as I like some parts of it, I'm just like not too enthused about how you know the story structure where. You know, in The Mandalorian, whenever he would hear, like, a clanging noise, it would bring him back to his childhood. Mm. And then he'd be like, you know, oh, my God, I was almost killed by a droid. And I was taken in by the by the collective of, of Mandalorians. And they trained me to be a, one of them. And, uh, and in this, it's like every time he's in that back to tank, it's just like, oh, here we go. Flashback city. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, all right. Um uh, and this is this kind of fuels the the narrative that that Star Wars is kind of like out of ideas. I'm like, this I I really don't want it to go into this kind of like sameness hmm. um with regards to storytelling. So maybe um, maybe they're just using the sameness of the Mandalorian to ease us into this new uh series because it's been it's been a year since uh, the Mandalorian season two ended, right? Um, yeah. So they're just like, okay, hey, remember this? You really like this, right? And I'm hoping, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, that they'll ease us into a different um, storytelling style that will distinguish Boba Fett a little more from the Mandalorian. Because I, I do agree, there there are, even from the opening theme, I'm just like, oh, this is like, you know, this is like the B side of the Mandalorian opening, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, it does have a little bit of like I, I kind of like that they didn't incorporate a little bit of the Maori haka mm. in, in the um, in the in the theme song, and I was because it's like every time they go, huh, 
you know, I'm just like, oh shit, that's cool. Um, so I can't, I can't, I, I can't fault it for that. It kind of gets me hyped. So same, um, same. So far, all these episodes are being directed by Robert Rodriguez, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, and I'm starting to see some Robert Rodriguez isms in them. Um, like what? Which is uh, I some some of the interactions are a little like cheesy. <laughs> and and you know he does this a lot in his movies, like especially with the. Uh, with the Desperado movies where it's just like, oh, tough guy talk. There's a lot of like <laughs> cliche tough guy talk. <laughs> and um and and Boba Fett's starting to feel a little bit one dimensional to me. He always talks like this and he's always like, uh, I'm gonna rule with respect and this <laughs> and that. And I'm, uh, I, don't get me wrong, the stuff with the with the Tuscan Raiders um is was gold i love that part i gotta say for me that's my favorite so far they completely changed around the way um i and i think a lot of other people look at the tuscan raiders because you know back in the original trilogy you know obi-wan was just like you know they're just animals you just this that and the other you know so i'm just like now i'm looking back i'm just like wow i think the jedi were kind of uh classist Cause, yeah, right. Because they've got a whole culture, you know, and, and tradition, and and way, and like society. I'm like, oh man, these are <laughs> these are sentient beings. They're not just, uh, and they have a whole culture of their own. And it's just like it just feels like now I'm starting to look at Obi Wan Kenobi as like this neoliberal kind of like, <laughs> oh, they can have rights, that's fine, but you know, once once they start interacting with me. Uh, that's what I'm just like, get off my property. You know? <laughs> I just like, fuck you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan, you live in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> yes, but they're my scraps. I worked hard. I pulled myself up by the bootstraps. And, <laughs> so, you know, you don't have any boots. You're a freaking <laughs> hermit. <laughs> It's like you live in the desert and you're spying on a kid your entire life. Don't don't give me this bootstrap bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm protecting him. Yeah, okay, pal. Mm. This court order says different. <laughs> it's like this court oh, order I... says stay 500 feet away from the child. Yeah, what happened to the last child you were protecting? Oh, that's right. They grew up <laughs> to destroy the uh, the republic. <laughs> You took off all his limbs, pal. What the fuck? <laughs> Left him on the side of a volcano. You're not. You're not to much roast. of a. You're not much of a legal guardian, are you? <laughs> no. To roast like a fucking like a side of beef, just smoldering there, just like ah, you know. And you robbed him. You took his lightsaber. <laughs> That's right. Yes, like. So you're a thief too. You <laughs> said. <laughs> Yoink, you know. <laughs> I guess you won't be needing this. Find his keepers. <laughs> Losers, weepers. And then had the nerve to tell his son. He was just like, this belonged to your father. He would have wanted you to have it. It's just like, no, he would have wanted to have all his limbs is what he would have wanted, you know. 
Maybe you you could you should have talked to him first before you made that giant leap. Like, hey, pal, look, we can resolve this. Let's just talk it out, buddy. Let's just talk it out. Instead of you know just leaving him smoldering by the side, <laughs> smoldering by the mountainside, I'm just like, uh, um, I, I I just keep thinking back to like, you know, Luke being like, what was my father like, you know, and he. And Obi-Wan just like kicks back and like the glaze goes over his eyes and he starts to reminisce. And it's just like, your father was, and it's just him smoldering by the side of the mountain. It's like, it smelled like bacon. I mean, uh, it was a good pilot, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He also had a bit of a temper. You could say he was a bit hot under the collar, if you know what I mean. Good, good one, Obi-Wan. <laughs> like he says that to himself in a mirror. Luke is like, God, you're so weird. <laughs> Those long years in the desert weren't kind to you, old man. <laughs> What's this I hear about a court order? Oh, there was no court order. He just waves his hand. <laughs> oh, God. Now, you see, this is why they should have hired you to write the Obi-Wan show. This would have been a smash hit, you know? Totally, man. I just... oh. A whole other layer is just revealed. Like, he's he's a troll, and he's also kind of insane. Like, he's just... He's a sociopath. He's thinking about his former ward, you know, basically grilling on the side of a volcano, and he's making jokes. Yo, Anakin was there for, like, two hours. (laughs) Because by the time fucking Palpatine rolled around, like, think about it. He, like, Obi-Wan left him there. And then, you know, Palpatine is on the other side of space on Coruscant. He had to get into his ship, go to light speed, come out of light speed, go down and locate where he was found. He had to walk down there, mm. you know, and he's an old man. So he's just like, watch out for the, I got to watch out for the rock. <laughs> why, God damn it. Why does that have to be so steep? You know, <laughs> couldn't have fought in a valley. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I bet he even had the nerve to. It's just like, oh, this heat, it's terrible for my skin. I mean, whatever's left of it. I mean, I look yeah. like I look like complete shit, but, you know, moisturize. <laughs> Sammy Sosa's in the audience, and he's like, yeah, I, I think he lost something there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. I, I like his look. Oh, shit. Palpatine, I got some cream that you can put on your face. It'll make your skin soft. Much fear I sense in you. Oh, much creams. (laughs) Feels pretty good. Oh, my God. Your lightsaber is a home run. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Jesus. 
Another I'm going to stop. It's stop. a chestnut. It's an RVT chestnut. You know, we, <laughs> we, is an RVT. we enjoy, you know, kicking around Sammy Sosa because he deserves it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he does. But, oh, my uh, God. But the thing with the Tuscan Raiders, it was um, I think it was brilliant. And I'm and when oh man, when Boba came back uh, and saw that the entire village was just destroyed, uh it really hit me. I was just like, wow. I didn't feel anything when Anakin uh, basically desecrated not just the men, but the women and the children. Uh, I didn't feel anything. But this, I was just like, wow, this is fucked up. This is yeah, fucked dude, up. it made me think of, dude, this, this painted a picture of Anakin Skywalker that I wasn't ready for. Because I was just like, oh, my God, the he he cuz he made it a point of pride he was just like i did it i killed the men but not just the men the women and the children and you know had a little boner the whole time no go. And, and padman's like ooh she's like he's the kind of man i want to marry oh god <laughs> Uh, there was uh there was some moisture farming that day when she when he told her that story let's put it that ooh Sent the little Boba Fett into the her Sarlacc pit. I'm sorry, <laughs> so fucking gross. Oh God. Oh, somebody has to say it though. Yeah, I know. But uh, uh, so yeah, I I just can't believe that. Uh, well, I can't believe it. It's just, it's just I, I I Anakin Skywalker is just such a piece of shit because it's like these are people. These are mm. these are real. They have like. Like families and relationships and and like a, just again they have a culture all their own like mm-hmm. and I I know there's probably toxic fanboys out there that are just like why did they give them you know personalities why did they give them culture this is just a woke media poisoning our Star Wars Ugh. and you know. Uh, to them, I say, uh, these shows ain't stopping. So <laughs> strap yourselves in. Seriously. It's going like, to keep on happening. It's a new age. You can't just keep the same ideas, uh, and expect them to be static over time. Like, you know, oh, the, the, the people that you othered in the past turned out to be, uh, more than just your. Uh, one-dimensional perception what a fucking surprise yeah it's it's fucking nuts um like especially the lengths that these fanboys will go to like justify their their uh their own like kind of uh deep-seated racism because you know a few days ago uh there was a conversation about like uh you know, somebody posited the the idea of making Wolverine uh, a native a Native American, an Indigenous American. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe that that thought has never crossed my mind. That sh- oh my god, that would be so good. And I was like, that's awesome because it would it would create so much more depth to the character. Holy like, shit! Maybe he's Canadian, but he's also. Uh, a, a like indigenous Canadian. Oh my god! Like you know, and that would be fucking. That would be so awesome. And the guy who I, I was just like, wow, that's that's a really awesome idea. 
and the guy uh, and one of the guys was just like this is the worst idea ever of course um you know wolverine has to be a white man and uh, i was just like really yeah does he really (laughs) he's like his uh, and he threw this at me he was like historically he's a white man i was like historically he's a fictional character so they could do whatever the fuck they want with him (laughs) he's not like fucking (laughs) i love i love when they bring up history like really all right buddy tell me exactly why the story of wolverine is (laughs) is cannot be separated from his whiteness tell me and i asked this of almost every fuck i asked this about superman i asked this about fucking james bond it's just like there is nothing just because it's been the tradition all this time there is nothing that ties them to whiteness so why don't you tell me you tell me and they never can they absolutely never can. They just like, oh, well, the author or blah, 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 the original creator, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, but you got to remember a lot of these characters like James Bond and Superman, they were created at times when people wouldn't accept people of color as the main characters in these stories. Do you understand that? Do you understand what segregation mm-hmm. was? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is there's a sp- a specific tone to these people that that I just find humorous because they just get so bent out of shape. Especially, you know, you brought up James Bond, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh man, that's that's such a that's such, such an interesting topic because James Bond aesthetically is supposed to be shorter, um, has supposed to have scars. He's supposed to have a beard, scars on his face, and a one eye, like a a. Uh, an eye patch over his eye. Really? Yeah. He's supposed to look more like that fucking dick of the Oath Keepers that just got fucking sent, like, <laughs> just got indicted. Um, but of course they they had they couldn't you know they couldn't have that presented on the silver screen, so they turned it into the Aryan poster boy. Oh wow! So um, so already there's some changes to the character, but no, no, no. If you change his ethnicity or his race, like holy shit, you're you're fucking with sancti- sanctity, you know, <laughs> sacred ground, spoken from up on high. It's like no, 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 no. Fictional character, my friend. Is <laughs> that we're? It's not like we're we're turning, you know, a JFK like he's like. What if he's he was Donnie Yen? You know, what if JFK was Donnie Yen? And he dodged that bullet. <laughs> Not just dodged, he punched that bullet the fuck out. You know? <laughs> and then just him and Lee Harvey Oswald fighting in the rain. <laughs> right, at the, right atop the books of Oh, my mind is going to absolutely ridiculous places. Like when, when he's fight, when he punches the bullet, the bullet actually becomes man sized, and it has arms and legs, <laughs> and and a, and a cape because you know many in many uh, forensic reports it was referred to it as the magic bullet. So it's yeah, got to have like a sorcerer's right cape, and they're just like kung fu fighting um, all over. Oh man. I see. Now that's that's history. That's the kind yes. of uh, um, critical race theory I want taught in school. Let me stop. Oh, <laughs> but, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you 
<laughs> You've gone too far, man, Simo. You've gone too I did. far. I went too far. I went too far. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, Boba Fett better shape up or ship out. You know, just uh, <laughs> that that chase, that chase in the third episode. Whew! I I, I got to agree with all the the toxic fanboys um, a little bit because that was that did remind me of the O.J. Simpson car chase, uh, where it was just like this one of the slowest car uh, chases mm. ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're like how, you know. <laughs> But now that you say it that way, it's just like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I was really hoping that they'd uh, whoever that guy was, the uh, the the assistant to the mayor. um, I was hoping booty on his head with the what with the booty on his head with the booty on his head. Yeah, (laughs) he's a male Twi'lek, isn't it? Yeah, he's a male Twi'lek. That's right. So I was hoping they beat his ass like when they caught him because they um you know, he, he he caused them a lot of trouble. So I, I hope at least I can just like, and now I'm going to beat your ass. And uh, just, you know, straight up ass beating for five minutes and then moving on. But they didn't go that route because Disney Plus. Yeah, I know. Also, I, like, the cyberpunk kids. They don't fit at all. They No, they don't. I'm just like, I, I keep wanting to tell them like, hey, guys, Blade Runner is that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to fight Ryan Gosling in the third act. <laughs> it's like, what? we're sorry. This lot is so big. <laughs> and I'm like, even their, their mechanical enhance. I was expecting some, like, if they're going to go cyberpunk, they should go really all the way with it. Mm. But like their, their, their mechanical enhancements are so cute. I mean, they're just, they're, they're adorable. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, they just smack of kind of like, we're cyberpunks from the Disney Channel, and it's like, you know, we're fresh off the set of Even Stevens, too. Even Stevener. They're uh, they're fl- they're, uh, they're fresh transplants from Planet Williamsburg, is what they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to diss all of our fans in Williamsburg. Hey, we love you, pals. Uh, support our Patreon. Uh, yeah, but also, you know, get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Quit God. dressing like a quick dressing like a toddler. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But we love you. We love you. We do love you. It's in our way. It's in our own love. way. It's tough love. Yeah, we love you like Obi Wan loved uh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Oh God! I loved you like a brother, Anakin. And Anakin's like, "Jeez, I would hate to see what you would do to your enemies." (laughs) Oh Oh, Oh, yes, I forgot to tell you, my brother was a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I cut his ass off and just let like let let him like uh, struggle in the sea. (laughs) Yeah. He was my brother, and I loved him. <laughs> I think he's fine. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, uh, before we we uh, split this episode uh, into in twine, uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to the 
to a, a TV show that so far I think is just magical. <clears throat> and it is DC's Peacemaker mm. starring John Cena. Um, that show is fucking awesome. I there hasn't so far there hasn't been a week episode in the bunch and um I, I hope we we eventually cover that when we when we come back next week we're gonna do that next week I'm gonna tune in and uh, we're gonna talk about Peacemaker because you my friend have been giving this show high praise so dude it's it's fucking awesome also um there is something that is it okay if I talk about it a little bit our little uh. Side go project. for it, go for it. Yeah, all right. So, engage. So, um, to all our dear listeners, um, uh, if you like our musings, if you like the way that we have a banter and sometimes the way we become adversarial with each other <laughs> with certain nerdy subjects, <laughs> Star Trek, <clears throat> then uh, we have a little treat for you. We've got a little show, uh, cooking up in the works. And, um, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's just a small little thing that we're going to be doing bi-weekly and we're going to be dropping it on iTunes and, uh, we really hope you enjoy and yeah. And it's based around our points of view on Star Trek <laughs> and, uh, it's going to have to do with, uh, our, 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 we're going to be going through the entire series starting from the next generation onward. So we're talking Next Generation. We're talking Deep Space Nine. We're talking Enterprise. We're talking uh, Voyager. Yes. All of those. Show- I know I'm not. I, I can see the look on your face. Don't, don't get yourself all like wrapped up because I know I didn't do it like in, in sequence yeah. in terms of like how they came out. That's all right. I'll, um, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> It fucking messes with my Star Trek OCD. I'm like. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Voyager came out first and then it was Enterprise, right? Is that what? Is, see, that, yeah, what is, that, what, is that it? Yeah, is you that know, it? And is you that know it? it. You fucking know it. <laughs> so if you like that, um, show us a little love when, when we drop it. Uh, and we will be announcing that soon on our social media platforms. Follow us on Robots vs. Taxes, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and uh, listen to past episodes of our show on Google Podcasts and on iTunes and wherever good, uh, and even on Spotify, wherever good um, podcasts are found. Yes, yes. Download it. Yes, yes. And I think that's a good place to cap it. Absolutely. So, from both of us here, I am Pav. And I'm Ernesto. And together we are the Robots vs. Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. <laughs>